0: Warning: The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive.
1: Hello, yes, Dan here. Uh, Dan Arden has been stunning. Please via the internet to tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast.
0: It's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. You know what that means? It's Wednesday. Welcome to another episode. This week's review of NXT. I'm Troy. Joined in the booth by Aaron. How you doing? I'm (laughs) alright. Dab on him. Dab on him. Yeah, I'm alright. No day today, but
1: it's fine. We will carry on for professionals like that. Persevere,
0: because we're absolute pros. Is what we are. what one of us are? Wow, <laughs> semi-pro, mate. Semi-pro, semi-pro. Just like what's the Scottish
1: football
0: team? Semi-pro. Amateur <laughs> <trower>, hour, Sunday league. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we move on, we've got some tidbits, haven't we, Aaron? And
1: I keep bleeding, keep keep bleeding tidbits. I keep bleeding, <laughs> keep keep bleeding tidbits. <laughs> You cut me open and
0: up uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is that the best you could come up with? Yeah. <laughs> Just to pull the curtain back before we started recording this episode, Aaron sat there with a puzzled look on his face for a good couple of minutes trying to think of a song to fit in for his tidbits intro. And that's that's what he gave us. When I gave him Club Tropicana, Tidbits are Free, I gave him Ebony oh. and Ivory, Trinkets oh. and Tidbits. I get. I gave you some gems, and that's and that's what you come with me. You call them gems, Leo, okay. Leona Lewis is that who did it? Yep, that, that's the rubbish. One. rubbish, rubbish. <laughs> for first and last time that happens.
1: Wow.
0: Well, I mean, Leona Lewis, first and last <laughs> oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah.
1: She, she's like a one-hit wonder, is she not? Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, what have you got for me?
1: Eh, we're doing the 27th and 28th of April today. On the 27th in 1972, Violent J from the Insane Clown oh, Posse. from the ICP. Is born.
0: Yes, ICP. then ICP. ICP. Eh, in
1: 1979, Vladimir Kozlov was born. You know that U- that Russian that's actually Ukrainian.
0: Man likes that. La- Ma- Ma- yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Ma- Man like Vlad. Man like Vlad. Isn't yeah. isn't he doing some fucking, like, alcohol thing at the moment? Like, isn't he got, like, a, a whiskey brand? Isn't that picture that of him came out, like, a couple of months ago? Where he sat in, like, some fancy-looking suit and a beard and stuff, like, on the seat? I
1: know he's absolutely shredded now. Is that like, what I'm thinking
0: like, of? Is it Kozlov I'm thinking of? Go on, you carry on. I'll look it up, Hen.
1: I, I know he's an absolute machine now. Like, he's shredded the fuck. Why yeah. he didn't look like that in WWE, I don't know. But... It uh, will go all the way back to 1957, Troy. Oh, will we? The first known, the first known women's tag match takes place in St. Louis, Missouri, as June Byers and China Mira beat Bonnie Watson and Penny Banner. There first
0: ever women's first
1: tag ever match. known. First, first one that's on a piece of paper or that we know of in Damn. 1957. yeah uh, Yeah. Yep. We'll jump all the way to 2003 now. WWE presents Backlash.
0: Slapdash.
1: Slapdash. Not (laughs) WrestleMania Backlash. No. No. No,
0: Before they gave it a stupid prefix.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin beat the Los Guerreros to retain the SmackDown Tag Titles. I bet that was all right. Eh. Speaking in all right, something that's not. Sean O'Hare, with Roddy Piper, beat Rikishi. Christ.
0: <laughs> Sean O'Hare.
1: Sean O'Hare. Uh, Kane and Rob Van Dam retained the tag titles versus the Dudley Boys, the raw tag titles. Of course they uh, did. Jazz beat Trish Stratus for our first women's title, I think it was. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Big Show beat Ray Mysterio. All I've got is the GIF of just Rey Mysterio getting swung in the fucking oh ambulance, fucking yeah, yeah, in the gurney. <laughs> the gurney. <girly. laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar beat John Cena to retain the WWE title. Oh, that was heel John Cena. Uh, was it? Was he ever fully heel
0: though?
1: At the beginning, when he first started doing rapping,
0: yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh. This is the
1: order of the card, by the way. So that's the WWE title. We've still got two matches, right? Uh, Triple H, Ric Flair and Chris Jericho beat Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels and Booker T in a six-man tag.
0: Why? <laughs> 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 Why though? Because <laughs> Sh-
1: Shawn Michaels just had a match with Jericho at Mania. Booker T just
0: had a match with Triple H at Mania. Oh, I
1: see. It- Kevin Nash doesn't like Triple H and then after this goes on to fight him at Judgment Day and Bad Blood
0: for the time I so they, they thought they'd just shoehorn this in. Shoe,
1: shoehorn all six men in. Why not? <laughs> uh, Goldberg beat The Rock in the main event in his debut match. Oh. He
0: appeared
1: the night after Mania.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I remember. Was that He was in yeah. the middle of the promo in the ring and he comes down and he spears him just straight away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, that. Was that for a belt? We'll,
1: no, it was just his just, debut. Oh, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure that was Rock's last match until Mania 20 the next year. Oh, did he go Should off have to have Hollywood? Been. He went off to Hollywood. Well, okay. Uh, and we'll jump all the way to 2018. Strap yourself selling Troy, because it's WWE, the greatest Royal Rumble. Oh,
0: yes. yes, yeah, one of my Mike. absolute favourites. <laughs> genuinely i love these love these i love these (laughs) blood money pay-per-views they are my yep peak peak wwe if i'm honest
1: don't 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 say blood money or anything like that on twitter okay you might get banned i mean you (laughs) got banned banned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, john cena beat triple h in the opener
0: god so he did i thought that was the (laughs) opener wow I mean that tells um, you that tells you all you need to know about the caliber of this pay per view. <laughs> exactly. Um, Cedric Alexander
1: retained the cruiserweight title versus Kalisto.
0: Oh jeez. Oh,
1: there's a delay, or yeah. you've stopped.
0: Christ, is oh. there? Right, we're back from that delay. As you we're were. back.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy beat the bar for the vacant Raw tag titles.
0: You are? Matt Hardy and beat The bar The Bar. Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, I remember Christ, yeah. The bar seems deva- like so long ago.
1: They had to vacate the raw titles because it was Nicholas
0: and Braun that held them. Oh just have to main it. Wow. <laughs> what a shit show. <laughs> Christ. Uh,
1: Jeff Hardy retained the United States title versus Jinder Mahal. Like, cool. That <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know if you go quiet or you keep freezing. I'm worried.
0: Oh, it's oh. his bloody internet connection again.
1: and uh, Brothers retained the SmackDown tag titles versus Usos.
0: Oh, I bet that was all
1: right. I, I wouldn't go, it lasted five minutes.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> oh. Uh,
1: That's a I shame. Might- a a good match on the card though seth rollins retained intercontinental title in a four-way ladder match versus ms finn balor and samoa joe
0: fuck yeah
1: that's the finish where rollins springboards onto the ladder Mm -hmm. from the apron
0: yeah yeah that was awesome i remember that
1: uh back back to drizzling shits though (laughs) Uh, styles versus nakamura ended in a double count out for the wwe title
0: wow Wow, I mean, <laughs> that match ending in a double DQ at any point is shit. But the fact that it involved the world title makes it even worse.
1: That this was um, literally the show after Nakamura just lowballed. Was, was this
0: N- was this at the the peak of Shinsuke Nakabola?
1: Aye, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, uh, Undertaker beat Rusev in a casket match. That was meant to be Jericho, wasn't it? No. Yeah. No, it was, no was it Jericho? It was meant I- to be. Wasn't it meant to be Jericho? But then Jericho went off to Japan.
1: No, no, no! It wasn't Jericho because I was questioning this as well. It was
0: not Jericho. I can't no, remember. It to, no, it definitely was. So, I watched no, the, the Stone no Cold sessions Jer- the other day, and I'm sure he said, "Oh, you're booked for a match in Saudi." Blah blah. You meant to have a casket match, and then it didn't happen. I'm sure it was because this is just after the festival of friendship, Jer- and he Jericho, thought that they would were- go on. Jericho's on the card later on. Oh, what am I thinking of then?
1: I I thought the same. I someone got replaced by rusev i can't remember who um lesnar retained the universal title versus roman reigns in a cage match in that shoddy finish where he speared through the wall (laughs) nonsense lesnar's feet clearly didn't touch the floor nope (laughs) um um, did you have you got it up before
0: I go into the big yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's off the wrestle talk. Jericho reveals the reason why he's pulled from the greatest Royal Rumble casket match. It was him, so why So why is he in the Rumble then? It's, it was, I don't know. <laughs> That's a really weird decision. Jericho goes on to say it's unlike uh, what's this. I called Vince to tell him about the Nito thing on a Monday, super cool about it. He's really into it. I get a little bit trepidatious in certain ways, but three or four hours later, I get a text saying Rusev is back in the casket match. And I'm like, okay, why? He goes, well, the Prince of Saudi Arabia wants Rusev in the match.
1: Oh, okay. So so they changed, him? yeah. But Mr. Moneybags decided.
0: Okay. <laughs> Daddy right. fat sacks.
1: Okay. <laughs> right. We'll get on to the big one now. Strowman is the longest reign WWE title holder winning the greatest Royal Rumble. Correct. He's held, he's held the Royal Rumble Championship for three years now. That's mental. He's not defended he's on... at once.
0: He's a... <laughs> that 30-day, like, compete clause is out the window, isn't it? <laughs> um, he's, he's stepping into that, that... San Martino territory with that rain. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play, big man. Uh, that's, that's why he's not being used in any other major storylines. He's too busy defending his belt in Saudi Arabia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Daniel Bryan gets the longest rumble time. He breaks Rey Mysterio's record, left one hour and 16 minutes.
0: Does that count, though?
1: Uh, WWE count it.
0: I mean, WWE got a lot of stuff.
1: Braun Strowman also beat at the time Rangers' record for most eliminations.
0: Oh, yes. Who had beaten Kane previously? Yes. Yes, I remember.
1: Yeah, that's the one. Hi. Yeah. Um, I've totally lost track because I think we're on a delay again. That's all right.
0: <laughs> I know where we're at. Apologies, right. listeners. Okay. There are some internet right. issues, and there is a, a slight delay. But it's fine. The connection's right. holding. just means that there's there's a few seconds in between answers.
1: Okay. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you want some banger people that you don't remember being in this match? Right. I
0: mean, I don't remember so, the match, let alone who was in it.
1: Oh, right. Do you remember entrance number seven, Hiroki Sumi? You know that sumo who has nothing to do with wrestling, what? Because the prince wanted Yokozuna, so they're like, "Oh, he's dead." What do wow. we do? Wow,
0: get a sumo. Wow, <laughs> we'll just pluck a sumo out of the air. Yeah, yeah you'll <laughs> do, mate. Jesus. Go on. Who um, else? Enlighten number, me.
1: Number twelve, Hornswoggle. He appeared.
0: Yes, because, friend of, friend of the pod, friend of the podcast, Swoggle. <laughs>
1: Number, 20, number 24, Tucker Knight. No what is in the match. It was just Tucky that was in the match. Tucky! Yeah, the Tucky. one that sh- the
0: one that should have got pushed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, no, number 37, Baba Tunde makes his debut.
0: Yes, Commander Aziz. <laughs> Commander Aziz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> number forty, Dan Matha.
0: Dan Matha. Oh god, yeah. That,
1: that bald NXT guy who had like Acne Back.
0: <laughs> it, it also looks a little bit like a thumb. Yeah! Samoa
1: <laughs> so Joe made him look like a thumb on NXT that one time. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, the great Kali was also in the match at number 45. because just wept. Saudi Arabia.
0: Because Saudi Arabia. <laughs> the guy can barely walk, bless him. <laughs> Got no business being in a ring anymore. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> oh, I was listening to that shoot interview thing that Kurt Angle did the other day that Jay sent through on the group where he was uh, calling out um, the Iron Sheik. And he, yeah. was like, he was like, the Iron Sheik's going mental. And he was just like, you can't even wrestle. Kurt Angle's like, She can't even wrestle. It's like, He walks on his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of the great colleagues. I was like, I mean, he's not far off walking on his ankles. Bless him.
1: <laughs> um, we'll go to the twenty eighth now. So, birthdays, nineteen seventy nine. It's the dad who kisses his son on the lips. Titus O'Neill is born.
0: <laughs> Titus worldwide. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs>
1: uh, 1981, Alex Riley is born. If you don't know who he A-Roy. is, a Aroy, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who he is in wrestling terms, he's then the don't one worry pump- about it. <laughs> he's the one that pumps Liber- Liberty Bell and glow. He's that one. <laughs> in 1987. <in>
0: <laughs> Go on mate, carry on. Don't let me, don't let me interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> In
1: 1987, All Sack Drew Gulak is born.
0: Yes, All Sack, Max Sack, uh, full sack. The whole goddamn sack. The, <laughs> the whole effing sack. The, <laughs> the sack, the whole sack, and nothing but the sack. <laughs> Drew Gulak. <laughs>
1: uh, in 1995, on the 28th and 29th, you're getting like a double whammy, so We're just squishing it into one. Whammy! Um, WCW slash New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Collision in Korea.
0: Now, oh, I'm, no. not
1: going to, I'm not going to go into full detail in this because, one, I haven't done enough research to do it. Two, no thank you. Plus there's a documentary called I was going to say, three,
0: like it. there's a whole episode about it on the next series of Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> so, I don't know anything nice. about this, but I've heard it's pretty infamous.
1: Uh, ac- according to North Korean journalists specifically, Day One got 165,000 in attendance. 165,000, sorry. Did That's it bollocks? Said, yeah apparently so if you thought that was bollocks day two got one hundred ninety thousand.
0: wow <laughs> is it is this like when wwe inflate their mania capacity to make it look like they've oh. had a record like this is taking the piss <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean got... you, your first mistake is holding an event in north korea for a start <laughs> different time though man different time I mean, (laughs) North Korea is still a bit dodge. A bit dodge. A bit dodge. A bit. (laughs) That's an understatement. (laughs) I don't want to get sued, okay? Well, you say that, I was going to say, apologies to anyone that's listened to this in North Korea, but you won't be fucking listening to it in North Korea because they wouldn't allow it, would they? (laughs) Any listeners in South Korea, however, know exactly what I'm on about.
1: (laughs) Um, probably, I,
0: probably will get sued now. Go on, carry on.
1: It, it's fine. <laughs> I've got no money to give them. It's fine. <laughs> um, a couple of names on the cards before we get on to the main event. Yuji Nagata, Bill Nakano, Wild Pegasus, that's Chris Benoit. Uh, Masahiro Chono, all these Japanese names are big Japanese names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not. Uh, Flying Scorpio, that's two cold Scorpio.
0: Yes, two cold Scorpio. Still putting out bangers today.
1: If, if you haven't watched it, go watch Rich Swan versus two cold Scorpio. Fucking
0: do it. Do it now. Dang. Or no, do, do it after you've listened to this episode. Uh,
1: yeah. Or pause it and come <laughs> or back. Or pause
0: it, watch it, <laughs> and then come back.
1: <laughs> uh, Massa Saito, Scott Norton, and the Steiner brothers as well. Um, in the main event to get. 165,000 and 190,000.
0: This is, uh, this is how you get that many bums this, on seats. Go this on. is how
1: you get right? Antonio Inoki versus Ric Flair.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, now you tell me that's the headliner. 190,000? <laughs> well. It seems like a small number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, and Antonio Inoki goes over with an inziguri.
0: oh no (laughs) ah different time mate big finisher back in the day big finisher that's that was the equivalent of a pile driver
1: (laughs) okay let's just calm this down now in 2005 chris candido sadly passes away age 33 Due
0: to pneumonia. <laughs> Why <am I> <laughs> are you laughing? What's the matter? Why are you laughing? That's not funny, Aaron. Are you, you're still you're still laughing about about the the career thing, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you still you still you're still laughing about the insecurity. <laughs>
1: I was trying to be serious, and I went too quickly into it. Yeah, give, oh. give
0: yourself a chance, mate. Give yourself a moment.
1: Right. That's all right, Let's
0: mate. let's broach let's broach the next one with the decency oh. it deserves. Right. Oh gosh, I'm under pressure now. Uh, have have a t- sip of, have a sip of your own brew. <laughs> Chill out for a moment. Let's let roll in easy. <laughs>
1: In 2005, Chris Candido sadly passes away age 33 due to pneumonia after complications from surgery. Wow. This is the cage match that we spoke about on lockdown a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah,
0: where he broke his leg and then died like a yeah. week later.
1: Yeah. Two days later, it was. Two
0: Fuck, di- di- man. How old is he? 33? 33, he died. Jeez, that's <sighs> really awful. I mean, any age is, but Christ. Wow! And finally, in 2019,
1: Impact present Rebellion. Woo-hoo. What was that? You want a blind opener? Scarlet Bordeaux beat Rahit Raju in an intergender match. That's oh. what gets it going.
0: I mean, that's. She, I mean, it's it's, it's it's she's no. You are. She's not that good. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's no. It's no flair versus. Anoki in career, is it? <laughs> but this is Impact we're talking about, so.
1: Well, uh, sorry, you wanted a banger match after that. Moose and the North beat the Rascals in a six-month uh,
0: Yes, I bet that was fun. That's got uh, to be fun, surely. It's got
1: to be. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, this card does look pretty good. For uh, anyone who
0: doesn't know, the Rascals are, well, two of the three Rascals are now MSK in NXT. Um the, the other dude's still is, there, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's Trey McGill as a in it. Yeah. Um Tayo retained a woman's title versus Jordan Grace. Nice. That is Frankie Mane in NXT now.
0: Yep. And Jordan Grace in Empire. Jordan Grace in Impact. <laughs> 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 I was trying to make a quip then because I knew she was still there, but it it, it didn't it didn't roll off. No. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't edit that bit out. I won't edit that a bit, out. I won't edit it a yeah, bit out. I let, yeah.
1: You have your awkward moment,
0: mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I let my guard slip every now and again, don't worry.
1: <laughs> it's not like one of us just laughed at a really awkward time or anything. But anyway, <laughs> Rich
0: Swan beat Sammy
1: Callahan in an OVE rules match.
0: OVE? What's that?
1: Uh, it's basically just a no DQ match, but OVE was Sammy Callahan's group, which was Ohio versus everything. Right. Uh, I don't know why it was called an ov rules match. Just a naughty queue Oh, okay, fair enough. But, uh, Tessa Blanchard beat Gail Kim. Uh, Tessa, get in the bin. Get in the sea. Get in the sea. Brian Cage beat Johnny Impact for the world title. Oh, that's John Morrison, there Yep. And in the main event, LAX beat Lucha Bros in Full Metal Mayhem for the tag titles.
0: Whoa, LAX being Santana and and Ortiz. Proud and powerful. Yeah. 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 And that's your final 10 bit. Sweet. That last match sounds like it could be a banger. I
1: know. I I might go watch
0: it. I will. Have have Impact got an on demand service? Yeah. Yeah, they do.
1: Is it Impact Plus now? Yeah, it's Impact
0: Plus. Might have to look into that. Yeah. Sweet.
1: I know you get a month free trial. I don't know about it afterwards,
0: though. Okay. Might have to get it. Sweet, awesome, good stuff, man. Thank you. More of those next time. When are, when are your next tidbits from the the Raw SmackDown show? No, because I won't be here. It'll be next. day. Ah, well, I'll I'll fill in, mate. I'll do some tidbits for that. Ah,
1: cheers, mate. J- yeah. just don't make it awkward like I just did on that
0: one. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I won't include any deaths for a start, and then that that eliminates that. <laughs> <laughs> We won't talk about something funny, than a death straight after Jesus. No, oh, right. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's talk some NXT. <laughs> um, kicks off immediately with Mercedes Martinez and Dakota Kai. Uh,
1: yeah, just before you go in the match, though, um, Vic Joseph's on fire on commentary today, so is Wade Barrett later on. Uh, but Vic Joseph just now. It wasn't that long ago Mercedes Martinez looked us in the eye and called out Raquel Gonzalez. Mate, it was literally last week on NXT. Literally
0: last week. Literally last week. <laughs> Just... Oh. I- so, <laughs> it annoys me because like, I don't mind Vic Joseph sometimes. I think he's all right. But then saying that, it's not necessarily him that's coming out of that nonsense. He's got a producer screaming sensitive. in his ear. But still, like even the people on the other end that are telling him to say this stuff, Just have a think about what you're saying. Like, saying not that long ago means, like, what? You could just say it it was last week. you say not that long ago, you're making out like it was maybe three, four weeks ago.
1: Yeah.
0: It was was one (laughs) week ago. One calendar week. (laughs) Dickheads. (laughs) Uh, Into the match, Mercedes Martinez uh, takes control early. She catches Kai's leg as uh, Kai goes to leap over her. Look, it could have been quite awkward, um, but... Still kind of look cool as well. Um, Kai then regained a bit of control, hit a DDT in a corner running low boot. Um, Barrett then says that the women's championship is as much Kai's as it is Gonzalez, where he, I think he talks about the fact, or kind of reading between the lines, it's almost like Gonzalez wasn't relevant until she teamed up with Kai. And if it wasn't for that, she wouldn't have gotten to the position where she was able to challenge for the NXT Women's Championship. I agree. I also think this is just planting the seed for the eventual split. And I also no. think when that happens, Kai will take it off her.
1: Oh, well, there's going to be a split. Um, whilst we're on this topic, right, Barrett as well on commentary. Oh, pardon me. Raquel Gonzalez won the title under the tutelage of the Ko kai No one a year ago thought Gonzalez was going to become NXT champion. Well, probably because she wasn't doing fuck all. but to be fair, Dakota Kai wasn't doing much a year ago either. That's
0: true. That's true. (laughs) However, (laughs) you say that, it's testament to how well they've built the pair of them up and that one of them is the champion. The other one has had a really good journey with them up until that point. And it wouldn't be surprising at some point when Kai wins that, it she wouldn't look at a place with it, I don't think, now. I, she's come on hugely and leaps and bounds in the last year or so. Um, well, do you, do you
1: remember before she turned killed, she was being a straight bag with Shayna Baszler? Yeah.
0: Oh, it was just Shayna Baszler <laughs> bullying her every week, wasn't it? <laughs> Which, again, plays back to like a couple of weeks ago. Well, maybe a bit longer. When they had that tag match, when it was Shayna and Naya against Kai and Gonzalez... And Kai was just like a fucking, I've grown up now. Like you won't push me no. about like you used to. And again, like testament to how well they've, they've built them up because they're both excellent. They're both really, really good. I used to get a bit bored of watching Dakota Kai in the ring just cause that just wasn't really much kind of gripping me in. Whereas this match, she really held her own. I thought she looked awesome um, as she does in, in every match. Um Back to that match, though both women then go back and forth in the middle of the ring for a while. Uh, Martinez hits, uh, sorry, Martinez hits uh, a cliffhanger to get a two count, which is like a razor's edge. And then instead of just kind of throwing them and they land on their back, she sort of spins them over from that position and dumps them down. Um, Barrett's quite keen to mention that Martinez has kind of varied up her offense and throw a few like a few new moves into there, and this is one of them. Uh, Kai then responds and sends Martinez to the floor on the outside um, with a kick in the corner. Back from the great uh, break, Kai then regains control. She hits a code break off the ropes for a two count. Um, after some warm back and forth middle of the ring, Martinez rocks Kai with a discus forearm. She then hits a trio with double underhook suplexes. Um, on the outside of the ring, the action spills over. Martinez and Gonzalez come face to face. She then swings and misses at Martinez. Martinez then catches her with the right. The match eventually ends in a DQ as Martinez rolls back in. Um, She looks like she's about to finish off Kai and Gonzalez just comes in, hits a big boot, um, and as I say, ends in the DQ. Um, Gonzalez just continues to lay the beat down on Martinez, lawn dancer face first into the screen, which looked nasty.
1: Uh, I've got a question now. Are Mm. we meant to be cheering or booing, either or woman?
0: Well, I've got that in my notes, because it's kind yes. of strange that for for all of her time on NXT that I can remember, Martinez has always been portrayed as a heel. Yes. And in this situation, Kai is the heel, uh, which kind of makes me think Martinez is the face. But then she doesn't act like a face at all. And I'm just a bit confused here who i meant to be cheering for like as, as a fan coming in expecting there to be a hit like that doesn't always have to be a heel and face it can it has, be face, it still
1: and has face to make sense, but though. it still has
0: to make sense whereas <laughs> this sort of doesn't because martinez to me is a heel and it feels strange her uh, like if she came out and cut like a baby face promo next week i'd be like what yeah so yeah it's a bit odd
1: being genuine, I think the only time she's been a face is maybe at the May Young Classic in 2017 when she first showed up. Yeah. And even
0: That was at, before uh, they'd even established a character for her, though, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Even even at that, I'm pretty sure she was still, like, being a veteran and doing some undermined things and oh, stuff yeah. in that tournament. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd have to go
0: back and watch it, but I'd imagine so. Yeah. Um. However, though, credit where credit's due... It was a good match. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah. The DQ felt a little bit unnecessary, but it just keeps the fire burning until their eventual playoff match, which I think actually they announced later on is in two weeks' time.
1: Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so-,
0: right. yeah. so that'd be cool. Um, I would put money on Gonzalez retaining there. She's not losing it for a while. They built her up too much for her to, to lose it anytime soon. What? What's that face? No, I'm I'm just trying to think of anyone that could, in theory,
1: take it off quickly off her. It, it's not going to be Mercedes. No, no offence
0: I think the next person that's taking it off her is Dakota Kai. Mm, I don't know.
1: Well, it's I'll there. Like,
0: a- like the, the story's there
1: already. Like they, more-
0: they don't need to do much in a way of build to it. The story's already there. Kai just comes in and just be like, As Barrett said on commentary, you wouldn't have that if it wasn't for me. You wouldn't be relevant if it wasn't for me. Yes, granted, Dakota Kai wasn't doing much this time last year either, or a little bit before, but Kai was certainly more of an established person within NXT than Gonzalez was. And she's helped her elevate her to that position. So the story's already there. It wouldn't surprise me if whoever takes it off her is Kai. I'd, I'd be willing to bet on that. Um. Moving on, we then get uh, an interview backstage with uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart they are interrupted by a backstage hand that gives them um, some flowers. Frankie Monet then comes in, reads the notice on the flowers and says they're from Dexter Loomis. It,
1: it's a new day. They've lost their way. Wabbles! Um, <laughs> what? So that, that, that's what Ember Moon and Shotzi said in this interview.
0: Oh, yes, I did they... hear Shotzi say something weird.
1: Yeah right. So I've tried to Google what this part meant because I was totally lost. I've got. Did you put
0: it into Google Translate?
1: I've got Sting lost our way lyrics. Right. <laughs> I've got wobbly walrus. I've got. Do you know why the earth wobbles? Or it's another word for temper. Take your pick of what it means.
0: Basically, <laughs> they're just chatting pub. Chatting, poop.
1: chatting pup. Chatting <laughs> pup. I, I spent a good like 15, 20 minutes trying to figure it out, but nothing was coming. So Bloody I hell, mate. I gave up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> someone that wasn't chatting pup, though, was Cameron Grimes, who we see in a segment next uh, where he's at a jewelry shop. He's in there to get something special for someone, and he says that someone special is himself. Good shit. He Uh, wants the
1: most expensive thing in that jewelry shop.
0: (laughs) He turns around to the guy behind the counter and says, I ain't got nothing but time. And then when the guy literally takes all the five seconds to pull the thing out, he's like, come on, I ain't got all day. Hilarious. (laughs) Lovely stuff. Um, I live for that. Cameron Grimes is money. Literally money. Uh, Literally money. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we then get the grizzled. Young veterans, I can never do that justice. I can never do that justice. I try. I try in Jay's absence. I think I should probably just stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we then get the grizzled young vets in the ring talking about MSK being scared to uh, face them and defend them. He calls them knobheads. (laughs) I I never Go on, go on. They're two
1: of the littlest men, but big knobheads. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as a phrase that they to go.
0: <laughs> I never thought I'd hear the word nob used on NXT, ever.
1: Minus the hate but it's, as well, like but it, proper. <laughs> Nobed.
0: But it's <laughs> 2021 Nob-ed. and grizzled young veterans have filled a void that I never knew I needed filling. <laughs> They've <laughs> called someone a knobhead. ed um, They're then interrupted <laughs> by uh, Big Daddy Champa and Double T Toothless Timmy Thatcher. Um, yeah. says that there's loads of similarities. Has it always been a thing, Toothless Timmy? He's called him Toothless Timmy for a while, yeah. Remember, you've not watched NXT for a bit, get you've it, only just started watching it and that's moved back to Tuesdays.
1: Get that get that in a bin. It's not that he's missing teeth, it's that they're all here the
0: place, is it not? No, he is missing a couple. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Come on, mate. <laughs> look at his look at his grill. He looks like a picket fence. So does Pete Dunne, but we didn't go on about it. Constantly. Hey, Pete Dunne's grill's fine. <laughs> Behave yourself. That's the baddest man on the planet, Pete Dunne, I love you know. Oh, Self-proclaimed. Well, we'll get to well, that later. We'll get on to him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Champa says that they have similarities. They're both grizzled. They're both veterans. They both want to be leaders. They both want to face MSK. Um, and then... Timmy says Timmy starts talking about um, Zach Gibson and NXT takeover NXT UK takeover Cardiff. Lovely name drop there. Lovely name drop. So for NXT fans that don't watch NXT UK, like you've got a guy on there coming on to mention it. I thought that was a nice touch, like a nice like a rub almost. Um, Comes in and just basically chants what the crowd were chanting that night, which is shoes off if you hate Gibson, and you've got your (laughs) shoe off. I'm taking a video from this and turning that into a GIF. <laughs> <laughs> Me <with> a shit. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he recites that, that the crowd were chanting, which I thought again was really, really cool. Um, the fact that he has obviously given that a watch knows what it is, has come in, used that in a promo against them is brilliant and hilarious in itself. But it, what's also nice is that that, like I say, sort of gives a nod to NXT UK stuff. You've got a guy on, on American TV saying, hey, I've watched this. This was funny. It was that funny. I'm going to recite it in the ring. Yeah. You should go and watch it. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Ciampa then takes his shoe off and hits Gibson with it. Ends up in a massive brawl. Uh, GYV still on the apron. Uh, sorry, still on the ramp. Um, and Champer and Timmy stood there, both of their shoes off, just <laughs> swinging them about in the air. <laughs> Ah, that's gold. Really, really good. Um, it's the first time we've seen Chamberback back as well for a few weeks because he disappeared for a while and there was all the whole, is he going to join Imperium and this, that and the other. He was so, there last
1: week, was he not?
0: On commentary, on, on, on commentary, they're making out like it's the first time I've seen him in ages.
1: No, no, he was there last week because he'd done his wee fucking chair-fro thing that I didn't like.
0: Ah, oh, I like that in his interviews. Well, no, he doesn't uh, do the chair thing. That's Champa that does the chair thing.
1: Oh, sorry, Tim. Tim that that, that, that to just to... sits
0: there and stares at the camera oh. after Champa's angrily shunted his ch- yeeted his chair into the wall, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. Oh. It does. It's fine. Champa's like Champa's like an angry dad. Of course, he's gonna yeet his chair into the wall.
1: But but then That <laughs> just sits there like he's chilling
0: it. Where did Champa go after that? That's because that he just pick m- up the
1: chair again to sit back on it. I don't know. Or maybe he goes he to go play cards with the APA next. Maybe I don't
0: <laughs> Tony Macaronis. I don't know what <laughs> he does.
1: Macaronis. <Get> <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd be going on a rant about what Champa does in his spare time. What? Why does <laughs> Champa
0: <laughs> slam the chair? And what does <laughs> yeah. he do afterwards? I don't know, mate. Tweet him. Like I've got go this on. gripe, mate. If if you could let me know what you do off camera, I'd really appreciate it. And I'll stop scratching my head over it every week when I review NXT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after this, we did get an interview with Maverick and Dane about their uh, match later on with Imperium. Um, Drake turns around to Dane and says, "Oh, I wonder how that match came about." And Maverick uh, and Dane's like, "I asked for it, just like you asked for matches." Um, Drake's convinced that he's going to turn on him. Uh, Dane then quotes George Michael and just says, You've just got to have faith. He said to quote a great man, you've just got to have faith. And then <laughs> Drake's like, Did he just, just quote George Michael? <laughs> yes. Yes, Drake. Yes, he did. And that's he not the know. only, that's not the only 80s quote you'll get tonight. No, sir. No, it's not. No, no. Um, we then get uh, a Tian Shah video package. Um and uh what's her name? Xia is speaking in Mandarin. I'm not quite yeah. sure what it means. Something happened. I don't yeah. know. But then we it get... Started,
1: it started becoming the Human Rhapsody style video. There you the go. More,
0: more 80s references. <laughs> <laughs> or 70s. I can't remember what Behemoth Rhapsody was. 70s,
1: Plus, 79 and 70 78, I think
0: it was. Oh, okay. Something like that. Okay. Um, but wow. we'd see at the end of that little video package... Um, what's her name? Why did I forget her name? The woman that hasn't wrestled that's in Tian Tian Sha. Tian Sha. No, that's, no not, that's the name of the faction. That's the
1: name of the group. Um, uh,
0: Spooky Bitch. Spooky Bitch. <laughs> I can't remember her name. That's terrible. Jay would remember. Anyway, she comes up on the Spooky screen. Bitch. She, she She blows some smoke into the lens. Uh, we then get what I thought was a really, really awesome little kind of vignette, video package. We get um, Isaiah Swerve Scott's retort to Leon Ruff's uh, promo from last week. So yeah, Swerve... Swerve. Sat- yeah, Swerve sat in his um, recording studios, A couple of people behind him. Really, really nice. He shot like kind of depth of field where he was very much in focus. Background was all blurred. It looked like a streamer's wet dream. Like the way it was shot. Like all of the the yeah. the, the, the the RGB kind of lighting in the background. So, but yeah, really, really nice. Basically, his retort to um, uh, Ruff's thing last week, where Ruff has kind of stood in uh, in front of some lockers and stuff like that. Basically, just says, Yeah, the ball's in my court. Well, if the ball's in my court, I suggest, you know, nothing can contain us at the moment. Um, we need to take us to a false count anywhere match. That then gets let's, announced for next week. Let's
1: end this with our Falls going anywhere. Yeah.
0: That'd be awesome. The build it's for this has been really, really good, cool. So like, really low- I really love.
1: assume that's ending this. Yeah. Rivalry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The build for this has been cool. Like, and it's, it's not been low key, but there hasn't been kind of like match after match after match on TV where it's sort of built to this. It's been those guys interrupting each other in matches and them just slinging barbs at each other in interviews. So when they do eventually meet in this match, like it will be explosive because they haven't gotten their hands on each other kind of on the regular, like we tend to see in a lot of feuds where we get match after match and it ends up in a false count anywhere. So, um, So this will be really cool. I'm really, really, really excited for this. Um, we then get uh, another match. Uh, Tony Storm against uh, Zayda Ramirez. Um, Zayda. Zayda Ramirez. Zayda. Zayda, Zayda Ramirez. Um, just before the match, Tony Storm cuts a promo in the ring. Uh, just basically says that Zoe Stark should thank her for making her famous and that she will be thinking of her when she beats up this rookie. Uh, referring to Ramir. Um, Storm, for the most part, just dominates this match. Like, it wasn't far off being a squash, to be honest. Yeah. Um, as we get right towards it, I say right towards the end, this was within minutes, but um, Storm just keeps up the attack. Uh, Ramir gets a couple of knocks in here and there. But instead of going for the Storm's area, which she sort of sets up for, she decides to stop and then continues to dominate Ramir uh, on the top rope. Um, Zoe Stark then turns up and distracts Storm, which allows uh, Ramir to knock Storm off the top rope. Ramir then hits a shooting star press, which looked fucking awesome, for a shocking upset victory. Oh! The jinkly got him. Oh! I know what you mean, like the landing. Like, it looked like she came (laughs) up a bit short.
1: It's like she doesn't get enough height, so her head, like, just...
0: I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It like, was it's, it's like in Indiana Jones when they just managed to kind of sweep under like the, the door that's yeah. like slamming down and she's like, who? Huh? I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, like, but then and
1: that's not the only shooting star that she's done that looks like that because all her shooting stars look like that. That's just how she does it. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I mean it could happening. be worse.
0: She could be doing them like Brock Lesnar.
1: Or or Billy Kidman just injuring
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> Did Billy Kippen ever land a shooting star press properly? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Billy Skidman. Oh. Jesus, lad. <laughs> oh. um, a couple of notes. Um, I only noticed obviously when she won, because she got the, the enhancement talent entrance, um, but Ramir Ramir's music is a banger. Uh, bass, heavy hip hop stuff. Pretty cool. Um, wasn't much of a match, like I say, um, borderline a squash, but for Romir, like it was quite an important moment, I guess. Haven't really seen much on TV. But to get a win over someone like Tony Storm, who's kind of seen as like one of the the higher kind of women yeah. uh in the division. Um will do wonders for her. And I think it's really, really cool. She's not got a chance to start competing with other people, kind of like Zoe Stark did. Like her her first match coming in was against Eo Shirai, who at the time was the women's champion. Um I think this is a really cool way, much like they did with Zoe Stark, to kind of introduce her, have her pick a pick up like a big win over someone or, that's already established.
1: Or just a more like closer to home sort of thing, like Leon Roth done it yeah. basically.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Where he caught a massive win and in
0: just yeah. Just rode the momentum. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Um now he's on TV every week. Yeah. 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 Um, possibly see an alliance down the road with Stark uh and Ramirez as well. Uh and I don't think it hurts Storm that much either. Like she'll get a win back. It came as a distraction. There's clearly an ongoing feud with Stark. Um, and she'll get that win back, I imagine, over Stark. Um, but yeah, like I say, that moment was enough to put Ramirez in the kind of in the conversation to get a bit more spotlight on her, which is awesome. Um, and it's just further proof that the nxc women's division is already great and has a, a massive depth as well so yeah good for me i enjoyed that uh we I, then got me. mate that's comment that's
1: commentary keep telling you throughout the night mm. the greatest women's division in the world they're
0: keen to get that over <laughs> aren't they <laughs> I,
1: i'm all right you're saying that because even I'm saying it's agreeable, Yeah, but, but don't go over the top boats. with it.
0: You, you're treading a line where you're just kind of, mm, it's a bit forceful. I know it is. I'm enjoying that it is. Don't be a dickhead about it. Don't be a billy Don't be a billy big bollocks. Um, we then get uh, Legado del Fantasma. Um, with an interview about Sage, all three of them. Again, a really nicely shot interview, really, really well lit. Like I always look at a lot of these interviews and video packages from like, a kind of like director of photography, cinematic approach, like as that's what I do, but NXT really nails it with a lot of the production value on their interviews and stuff. And again, I thought this looked really, really nice. Those kind of multiple cutting camera angles and the lighting, Um, basically just saying that MSK were lucky to walk away with the belts. Kashida was lucky to take the belt off Escobar um, and they're going to make a statement and reclaim their belts. Yeah, like I say, really cool interview. Uh, and obviously that's preamble discussion uh, for the uh, the main event match later on. We then see Bronson Reed backstage en route to the ring. Uh, passage johnny gargano and candice lerae they have a bit of a stare down and then from kind of off the side everything the way you do is so good yes <laughs> so so good austin theory just peeps his head round the corner's like what are you guys doing in the dark <laughs> oh he's good they're all good <laughs> um I, i've
1: got a gore you just come in why are you standing in there <laughs>
0: Uh, we then get LA Knight talking um, to, uh, sorry, talking about Indy Hartwell. Um, obviously, in reference to the match from last week, him against Dexter Lumis and the involvement of Indy Hartwell. He said, there's a twinkle in your eye, which means there's a twinkle in your loins. So and that's nothing to be embarrassed <laughs> about. <laughs> 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 I just did a mini sick.
1: you you thought the word pumping was disgusting that is (laughs) just rotten
0: (laughs) LA Knight talking about Indy Hartwell's loins no thank you
1: (laughs) (laughs) he loves a good loin loin
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh Jesus Uh, then we see after he walks off eyes then come in with their t-shirts and their branded cups these guys are fucking hilarious I remember like few months ago i was just like no time for these couple of blurts
1: and nick your money jackson
0: (laughs) (laughs) but they they are hilarious and they're just that for me they're like nxt's equivalent to pretty deadly and they're just sort of jock like so pretty deadly are kind of like the the posh boy kind of eton cambridge like too much money better than everyone else and ever eyes are the same thing in that they're just the high school kind of jocks think they're better than everyone else um and they're, they're hilarious they are really really funny um yeah they come in
1: uh, have you watched them um, their saturday
0: no i haven't i, I need it. to though have i know you seen it? i
1: need to as well have you not i've, I've not watched it yet i really I'll give that to. a watch
0: they come in and they mention that and they're like oh you want to interview us about uh um, ever rise live that's it ever rise live on saturday morning blah 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 uh and Mackenzie doesn't have a question for them and then they seem really disappointed that she hasn't got questions for them despite them what? coming hot off what the back bet. of their show what a betch what a batch what a
1: batch what a
0: batch <laughs> <laughs> um austin theory then comes to the ring uh with the way um bronson reed has already entered i think Yes. Yes, because he walked past them, yes. of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Indy, just, so the way you come down, Indy just kind of storms off like a... <laughs> your face. Indy storms off like a, a petulant child. Is clearly very upset by them. Uh, and then Barrett goes on to quote more 80s lyrics and quotes some Billie Jean lyrics.
1: Uh, I've got... People always told me, don't go around breaking young girls' hearts. I wish someone <laughs> told Dexter. <laughs> I wish someone told Dexter Lewis that because poor in Indy's heart is not well after that cat. Call calling Dexter the... a cat. Cat. Cat.
0: <laughs> nah mate.
1: Um, and then Joseph just goes, Did you just quote Billy Jean? I don't know. Did I? I didn't realise.
0: You, you know what you know what you did, wait You know what you did you, know what you did, you know what you did so we get bronson breed against us in theory um bronson is just dominant as soon as the match starts pretty much um theory coming in kind of confident and cocky and arrogant um theory comes off the ropes for a shoulder charge breed uh Reed, sorry, Reed just swaps him out of the air with a shoulder charge of his own, just dumps that's, him down.
1: That's where we've got Gano holding him as well, is it not? Because he's like, am I like, on a wrong the bit? I think you're on a wrong bit. I think it's a bit okay. later. Ah, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> that's all right. Uh, Theory then hits a huge, like, standing leap in drop kit, which looked pretty cool, which sends Reed to the outside. While the refs back's turn, checking on Theory, who just mysteriously goes down in the ring, Gargano then hits a super kick on the outside, drops Reed. That allows Theory to then hit a diving crossbody on the outside and gain advantage. Come back after the break, Theory continues to keep on Reed. Uh, misses a standing elbow though, which allows Reed to fight back. Uses a gorilla press and then power and strength to his advantage. Hits a massive choke slam and then a on for that. a two count.
1: That gorilla press, Austin Theory rolls into it and leaps in the air. Yeah. Like,
0: what the fuck? Austin Theory's ridiculously athletic.
1: Why, why Why did the crowd not pop for that? I don't yeah. care if it was a fake crowd or the real crowd. That should have that been a pop for that. It amazing.
0: Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've got great chemistry, like that kind of, I say big man, little man thing. Like, Theory's not a small guy. Like, he's built and he's tall. But clearly, Reed is like the powerhouse in this. But the way they play off each other. Yeah. The way that Theory just bounces around like a, a fucking ragdoll for him. And like I say, is ridiculously athletic and stuff and can make what would already be a really impactful move from Reed look even better by the way that he sells it and just flings himself in and out of them. He's awesome. He's really good. And again, like you think to this time last year, we were talking about Kai and Gonzalez. They were doing nothing. What was Austin Theory doing this time last year? Wasn't he still on Raw? Wasn't he part of like Seth's thing? Or was he yeah, when they showed him off?
1: Mania last year, it was him in... Gaza. Gaza for the mm-hmm.
0: Raw Tag titles. Aye, there you go. Yeah. So it would have been
1: somewhere along them lines. Yeah.
0: But it's mad to think like this time last year, he was doing that. And then I can't remember what happened. Something, I don't know if he said something or something happened, but then they put him back to NXT. <laughs> I don't know if they even just bought him up just because it was kind of... Let's try and get and some fresh, it. yeah. Like let's get some fresh faces oh. on it. Like there isn't a lot of kind of eyes on it, maybe or I don't know. But they sent him back there, and then it just kind of wasn't doing anything. They had nothing for him, and it's hugely beneficial him being in the way. Um, really starting to see some awesome character development, and again, we'll get onto some of that later because there's an interview later after the match. Um, but yeah, as a character, as an in ring guy, he's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and I imagine in the not too distant, when the way eventually kind of implode, we'll see him and maybe Johnny if Johnny's still got the belt. But I, I think again like another at least North American Championship. Um, yeah, he's excellent. He's really really good. Um, back to the match anyway. Like I say, Reed uh, has managed to fight his way back in, hit that choke slam, and the sent on. Um, Theory and hits. A- Gone. Sorry, that choke slam. Why
1: does no one ever do a spinning choke slam like that? It looks so much better than yeah. a normal. Fucking yeah, yeah, choke yeah, yeah. Slam. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It look because a choke slam doesn't feel like to me at least. A choke slam doesn't feel like a big impactful move anymore. Not like it used to.
1: It, but no, you add something fine,
0: like that in, and it just gives it a bit of flash.
1: It's fine going up. It's when they have to hold their back to like. Yeah, slowly yeah. bring them back down it's like mm. nah just nah. get that spinning one and throw a bit of torque on it, yeah. it.
0: <laughs> whip him round like a catherine wheel <laughs> <laughs> theory that hits a great leaping blockbuster um where he kind of again like athletic ability nuts like leapt up and over hits a blockbuster um then went to lift reader but couldn't quite get him up it did get him off his feet, though. Yeah. He um, it, did go. Yeah, like, again, credit where credit is due. Like, he's a strong guy. He's got him up off his feet. Uh, Reed then plants him with a Samoan drop. Theory goes for a suplex again. Uh, Reed reverses it, both men then down in the middle of the mat. Dexter Loomis then arrives, comes down, and sort of starts to weirdly stalk Indy Hartwell around the ring, who. It's a bit perverse, is it not? Just him is a bit awkwardly. It is a bit. <laughs> like, if it was a character that spunk... Uh, uh, well, If it was a character that spoke, it wouldn't seem as weird, but the fact that Dex Loomis doesn't say anything makes it even more creepy. He's not like, oh, Indy, look, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He just walks and stalks her, and it's really bizarre. (laughs) Just (laughs) looks her up and down, and it's a bit Like a piece of meat. (laughs) Like a piece of meat. (laughs) Yeah, it is a bit odd. But, again, I'll talk about this after the match. Like, it's part of the intrigue. Like, I, I don't mind it. It's odd, but it is part of the intrigue. Um so yeah uh he comes down sort of Indy seems uncertain of him as well um and won't allow well, him to get close
1: quite right if he's sending other women flowers like that even married women at that fucking rate
0: beth phoenix
1: fuck it beth phoenix fuck it, Ember Moon. like what
0: <laughs> <laughs> dexter wants to sow his seed. dexter wants us plant a seed far and wide apparently it's so like crop spreading. Um, we don't <laughs> uh, Loomis and Indy make their way to the apron. So I think Indy slides into the ring. Um, Loomis gets up on the apron. Uh, Indy turns around to Loomis and says, you talk too much, which I found was hilarious because his entire gimmick is that he doesn't say a word. Yeah. <laughs> um. Loomis then takes a shoulder charge from Theory um, after he's pushed India out of the way. Reed then gets up top, nails him with the tsunami. Uh, nails um, Theory that is with the tsunami uh, and picks up the win. Um, it was a good match. It felt kind of almost a little overbooked in that thing. Like that took away from what was going yeah. on in the ring because they like, were having a decent match. There was a few good spots in there.
1: It was a good match, and this match was meant to be for Reed to get a title shot. Yeah. A fair one, yeah. So the fact that all this is happening around it, I was exactly. It a bit. Yeah, yeah, but- yeah.
0: Because he had the opportunity over the weekend. So like, well, okay, we're making this a bit fairer. It's meant to be a level playing field. And then you've still got that. I don't say nonsense going because it's not nonsense. Like there is intrigue around it. Yeah, but well, they Austin- could have done this and it not have affected the match. Like it Austin
1: Theory's lost the match because they ran into Dexter Loomis.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's it.
1: Um, um, Read indicates when he wins a match that the belt's going to go around his waist.
0: Mm, I'm arguing that <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> Objection.
1: <laughs> Press X to doubt.
0: <laughs> For anyone who doesn't get that, that's an LA noir <laughs> reference. Which is a superb game for the PlayStation Three. Three, yeah, uh, but still has made its way to like PS Four and Five. I don't know. Um, more on that and our gaming stuff, which you can find on Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Plug, plug, plug. segue! Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to start calling them Index, as in Indy Hartwell and Dex You can sigh all you want, mate, but that's gold. That is, NXT haven't come up with that, have they? I have index. Oh yeah. Don't look so disappointed. (sighs) Whatever.
1: I'll I'll let you hear your. You sigh some of some of the
0: shit you come out with, and you're sighing at that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: I I don't get paid though. People get paid to come up with that people are getting paid to come up with index i I'm don't in, get paid to come up i'm with in the index. wrong
0: job pal i'm in the wrong job <laughs> clearly i should be coming up with stupid puns and nicknames for people exactly. in the next team <laughs> um their storylines kind of develop strange well i say strangely it's a similar thing to that and dexter and austin theories one where there's is yeah it's just a bit odd like Sudden, they're like they're in a rivalry or they're at each other and then they kind of disappear together and then they come back the week after and the other person's kind of like oh no no like loomis is fine and they're happy and they're infatuated with him um nxt like creative wise has made this really really interesting for me every week feels different unknown you don't know what's going to go on um and as i say like the fact that Loomis' gimmick, his whole character, is that he doesn't say anything makes this really, really intriguing.
1: I know what, exactly what it is. I've been on a night out in Fife. It's roofies and bisexuals. That's what it is.
0: Sorry, what? <laughs> Mate, I don't, I don't know what happens up in Bonnie Wee, Scotland, but... <laughs> Different gravy.
1: <laughs> oh... Dexter Lumis is a silent type that always has roofies in his
0: pocket. And he's Rufi- not picky. Roofies and bisexuals. That's got to be your... I'm going to go there on a t-shirt. <laughs> Just with your face.
1: Roofies and bisexuals.
0: Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh shit! I hate the night. <laughs> right, carry
0: on. Moving on. Oh, well, at least you're giggling now at something that's amusing rather than I don't know the death of someone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Pop the boys, right? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> MSK and. Uh, Kushida um,
1: sorry in- sorry.
0: what are they called I'll get to that in a minute dickhead give it a moment MSK and Kushida or should I say MS Kushida get that in the bin index f- that-
1: MS Kushida no, 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 get- no, no. M- MS, Kush- MS Kushida whatever big case they called whatever MS Kush- big case they called them in his quizzes just get rid
0: of it what an answer smash
1: Aye, MS Kushida and index
0: and um, MS Kushida can get in the bin. Index however can be put next on a fucking you, pedestal.
1: Next thing you know, fucking Shotzi and Ember Moon are going to become MZ Black Moon or some shite like
0: that MZ Black Moon. <laughs> I'd pref- if they were called Moonshot, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> Moon Black Shot. Moon. Black Moon. <laughs> but that writes itself also black moon are a really fucking good hip-hop band from like the early 90s if you don't know who they are um anyway ms kushida and i'm saying that because i know you dislike it (laughs) msk thank kushida basically for helping them to make their transition to nxt um, which i thought was lovely and i saw the other day on kushida's instagram a post that he'd put up referencing that which was really sweet i don't know if you saw it um i've got it up here kushida on his instagram says uh, about half a year ago my longtime friend alex shelley sent me a text message he told me that a great new tag team was coming to nxt he said they have a lot of potential and he asked me to take good care of them when msk arrived to nxt they made an immediate impression on me and i understood why alex shelley spoke so highly of them in my opinion they have the potential to change tag team history they remind me of some of the other great tag teams I've worked with over the years. This Tuesday, I will have an opportunity for, to fulfill my promise. I thought that was really, really sweet. It's very nice. And the fact that they kind of referenced that in the interview where he said, where they said, you know, we're really grateful for Kashida for welcoming, welcoming, us, welcoming us in. Ponglish, Troy, come on, use your words. Oh, put your teeth in. <laughs> okay, now, but yeah, that was really cool. Um, that little interview there. Did you have anything on that?
1: No. Was I've it just was MS, it just the MS Kushida? MS Kushida with a spewy face beside it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um <clears throat> we then get an interview. <laughs> we then get an interview with well, it's not even an interview. There's just cameras backstage with the way and it's them kind of chatting about uh after theories match and Johnny says, I thought you had his number. <laughs> And then Theory's like, I had the wrong number. <laughs> uh, and Johnny's like, you know whose fault this is? And you see Theory like a brick as if to be like, it's his fault. And he's like, it's Lewis's fault. And you see Theory just be like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> Candice is like, yeah, yeah. And Indy, you know whose fault this is? This is Shotzi and Ember's fault. And the theory's like, oh, I'm in a clear, it's fine, it's okay. Fucking <laughs> hell. Right. They're so good. Genuinely, if 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 the network, like if WWE announced next week, they're doing like some sitcom thing called The Way, and it had them, I'd watch it every week. Because yes. they're so, so, so good. They're so good. Um, I didn't realize, well, obviously I do now, but like Johnny Gargano a, a year ago, that he had this side to him, because I was kind of getting, for me, a little bit stale on Johnny Gargano. Like I,
1: I was stale on Gargano for from the off years. Yeah, really? yeah. Like it was fine to begin with, but he never changed character.
0: That, never, that, that's the thing. That's that's why I got a bit sort of stale on him his, because I thought his, he's his great in ring, ca-
1: but he's yeah, just very one dimensional. His only character was. I'm Johnny Takeover. I put yeah. on good matches. I'm Johnny That's Freaking takeover. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, give, it gives it gives him basically nothing to do for the rest of the, like the weekly shows. Yeah, like he doesn't have anything. He's just Johnny I don't, Takeover. I, I don't
0: do anything in a week, but trust me, when it's a takeover, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It Whereas now, funny.
0: I actually look forward more to his weekly stuff than I do to takeovers. And his yeah. whole character was off the back of him being undefeated <clears> at Takeover. <throat> Yeah, he's sure. quality. Everyone in this situation is Sean because, and again, Candace LeRae, I mean, you know more than I do. Her kind of career before WWE was also like, she was wrestling people like Cedric Alexander and she was doing like mental spots and fucking hardcore and street fights and fucking death matches and whatever else. Um, but then has come to WWE, obviously, NXT's a little bit more subdued and we've seen that she's more than capable in the ring but I still don't felt that she had much of a character until they started pairing her and Johnny together and then we saw sort of flashes and sparks of that and it was the whole thing that they did kind of at home with the Garganos which is when I started to kind of take a bit more of a a shine and a liking to them and certainly Johnny anyway and his whole thing where they had like was it Mir, Yim and Keith Lee they had round for dinner and the whole thing over like the wheel and him hating wheels and all of that. And then they started forming the way and Indy Hartwell was someone that wasn't really doing anything. Austin Theory had disappeared for a bit and they'd taken he him quit. off TV. He quit, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And then they reintroduced them both as part of this faction. And as I say, everyone has come out of this incredibly and it's the most entertaining thing for me at the moment on, on NXT and every week I look forward to, whatever segment that they put those guys in because yeah they're just gold testament to them um but let's not dwell on that too much more let's move on to more what is usually comedy uh but has taken a little bit more of a serious turn um Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus Imperium obviously we saw earlier in the show backstage um Killian Dane and Drake Maverick and Drake's kind of distrust and uncertainty thinking that Drake's uh, sorry Dane is eventually going to turn on him um even coming down to like their entrance to the ring where Drake's like no no it's fine I'll I'll let you walk first I'm I'm not going to have my back to you like you down there first um it was was hilarious there's no what
1: no dancing this week by Drake none of that none of that
0: nah nay um Dane started um, strong against Archer. um, Hits a flying cross body. Sorry, not Dane, Drake. Um, Was it Dane or was it Drake? I think it was Dane. Yeah, starts against uh, Eichner. Hits a flying cross body. Uh, Bartel tags in. Dane immediately knocks him to the outside of the ring. Maverick then hesitantly tags in. um, Obviously still very much unsure of whether to trust him or not as soon as he comes in, he just immediately gets dominated by the heels as is with most of their matches. As soon yeah. as Drake comes in, he's, he's there to just take the battering and, and eventually get that hot tag. Um, Imperium managed to keep him away um, from Dane repeatedly. And then Bartow knocks Dane off the apron, just as it looks like he might make that hot tag in. Ike then bullies Drake and just swings around literally by like the belt, like hook of his jeans, like tears his belt off. Um, Bartell then gets launched over the top ropes after trying to attack Dane. Eichner misses an elbow. Drake looked like he was about to make the hot tag, but Bartell pulls Dane off the apron. Drake's there on his knees in the corner kind of looking like, but Will didn't like, fuck, am I ever going to make this tag in? And this is really, really well shot and really well timed. As I say, he's kind of there on his knees being like, Am I going to make the tag in? And then Eitner just comes from behind him, absolutely smashes him with the boot in the back of the head. Uh, Imperium then hit um, a double team maneuver on Drake in the corner. Um, Dane then runs in to eventually make the save. Um, Marcel Bartel then demands that Wolf hits Dane with the steel chair, where he says, like, oh, something, something, do something. Wolf gets the chair, comes over, holds it above his head, and then just holds back and stops. Um, which I think they're playing a little bit into their kind of history and the fact that they were in sanity together and maybe there's this kind of underlying respect and there's there's something there. And again, when we get to the finish of this match, we'll kind of talk about that a little yeah. bit more, but he's hesitant and he doesn't hit him with the chair. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't know what to get from that to be honest. Mm. But you've obviously I've only jumped back in NXT since what last week, the week before. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, at this point, it's uh, Drake comes out from nowhere, flies outside, doesn't he? Hits Bartel yeah. where I died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. The the noise on that right? If you watch Drake's hand, I rewound this. The noise comes from Drake smacking the back of Bartel's head. Really. <laughs> <laughs> he just proper wallops the back of his head, and you just hear uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> it's like, uh,
0: is it okay to do
1: that?
0: <laughs> I love Drake Maverick. He's so good. Oh. So, so good. Like, as he hit that dive and you heard him from behind, just been like, ah! Like, <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. I can't remember what I was watching. Oh, I was watching the Liv Morgan uh, documentary thing the other week. And there's a bit where he sat there, they're sat on the entrance ramp um, just before the show sort of goes live or a few hours before in rehearsal. Um, And he sat just talking to her and saying, oh, you know, this and this and whatever it is, go and watch it. If you haven't watched it, it's a a really good documentary, but he's just such a nice guy. And it's, I remember when, and I I don't know how much of this was a work, and I don't know how much of it was a shoot, but do you remember the other year when they were getting rid of everyone? It
1: and was Maver- literally last year.
0: Yeah, almost yeah. to the day last yeah. year, um, give or take a week. But the the video that that, that Maverick put up uh, after he found out he was fired, and like I welled up watching it. Like my heart fucking cried for him. I was like, this guy like loves the business, is so passionate about it. And at a time when there's there was so, well there still is but so much uncertainty over what this pandemic could turn into and evolve into and can mean for different people around the world in various jobs, and he was absolutely pouring his eyes out, and to to see that and then obviously he went through the the cruiserweight kind of championship tournament, um, lost in it was it was the final wasn't it lost in the final to Escobar yeah yeah and that's um, when he got his and then triple h came out and was just like there you go like stay on um yeah it was amazing to see because they, they weren't doing anything with it like he was general manager of 205 live which let's be honest no one watched 205 live really no no one really watches it and for a brief time he was manager of authors of pain
1: that's when he peed his pants because i actual
0: grab grab exactly him. and that, that that was his defining moment like yeah. that that what stands out from you about Drake Maverick from the last few years. Oh he pissed himself when the big show was there. <laughs> right, brilliant. So to go from that to then that like emotionally like gutting promo like well it wasn't even a promo. Well, it could have been, might not have been, yeah. I don't know. But to that to then see him on TV pretty much every single week and in a really compelling storyline and actually in kind of like like I'm watching the, the, the dusty classic. And being like, wouldn't be a bad shout to say that Dane and Maverick will win it. Like a lot of people probably would have said that and been given that much TV time. I just think it's really, really nice to see him on TV as much as he's getting and to see him in these, these feuds and these storylines, which aren't just throwaway feuds and storylines, like the whole Imperium thing and... This kind of tease of, oh, are they going to recruit Dane? Oh, are they going to recruit Thatcher? Like, Maverick's very much a part of these storylines and I think it's really nice to see, considering this time last year, he was pretty much out on his ass. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool. Um, I digress. Back to the match. Um, see, as I say, kind of Wolf um, threatens to hit with the chair. He doesn't do that. Maverick hits the crossbody. Um well, goes for the crossbody. However, Eichner catches him, keeps him in a position, hoists him up and right into the finish, um, gets caught with the European bomb for the win. Um, It was a a fun match. It always is a fun match with with Dane and Maverick. Um, Yeah. But there's obviously a a much bigger kind of story at play here. Um, And we see that on the ramp afterwards as Imperium... Stand there, kind of proud and tall, celebrating. Um, and they're all stood in a line. And then Alexander Wolf decides to take one or two steps forward to kind of position himself almost as the, the kind of de facto leader, sort of thing, in in Walter's absence. And then you see Eichner and Bartel look at each other and be like,
1: Yeah, won't stand for that. That and they don't stand They then
0: nod at each other, then yeah, they yeah. take the step forward. And then Wolf's just like, What the hell is going on here? That's a really interesting dynamic. Um, and I've written in my notes here, like clearly a power struggle. I feel like there could be, and it might just be from this match I'm reading into, but you saw that hesitation from Wolf when he didn't want to hit Dane with the chair. We could get a face turn from Wolf. Walter could come in and just be like, You're weak. Kick him out. And they recruit yeah. Thatcher as Walter's right hand man, as he was in Ring Camp. Possibly. I don't know. But it's it's got me talking, it's got me thinking, and it's it's entertaining to watch. Really, really good. But yeah, the match is cool, as I say. Um entertaining wouldn't need to be like a deeper underlying story going into it, and I'm yeah. intrigued as to, to where that's going to end up in a few weeks' time. Um and as I say, that whole kind of Maverick and uh Dane thing where He's convinced he's going to turn on him, but actually this match was the majority of it. Dane trying to prove, actually, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm with you. I'm your friend. Like, we're tagging together. So it's really cool. Really, really cool. Uh, we didn't get a video package. Shredded interview. Pete. Shredded Pete. Shredded <laughs> Brummy Pete. <laughs> Shredded Pete. Chalmsley Wood's very own. Is it Chalmsley Wood? He's near there. He's not far from where Mama lives. Um, basically, <laughs> just says he's the baddest man on the planet. He's like... You know, I could go for this championship, but I've already beaten the guy that's holding that championship, and I could go for this championship, but I've already. And he's like, or I could. What does he say? Or I could like hot step over to the UK, or I could oh quick quick time. No, like I I could I could I could quick time to the UK and face Walter and reclaim the title that I made famous. Um, Yeah, it was a cool pro, But basically, just saying, you know, it doesn't matter what title I go after. Like, I'm the best. I thought it was really good. 100% whole grain (laughs) peat. 100% plant-based (laughs) peat. We then get Cameron Grimes back in the jewellery shop. Um, He's got the watch on. He's having a look at it through the little magnifying glass. He's like, are you sure about this watch? He's like, it doesn't even go tick-tock. Karrion Cross would hate it.
1: (laughs) And then as he's looking
0: at the watch, we get a close-up of the watch on his wrist. And then we see another wrist come in with a similar watch that looks even more blingy. And he says, it's a good watch, but it's not a million-dollar watch. And then we get Ted DBRC. Yes, boy. So happy with this. Ah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not even going to try and do Ted DiBiase's cackle. If I can't do You're, Jay's grizzle I, young vets justice, I'm certainly more. not going to do DiBiase's cackle any justice. You,
1: you, got, you got more of a Mr. Krabs vibe out of me there. <laughs>
0: the <goal> <laughs> Mr. Oh, <Krabs. laughs> ah, this is awesome I really hope we get a few more of these vignettes like I know Ted DiBiase put on uh, he was in an interview the other week and was saying like oh yeah I'm going down to do some some stuff with this Cameron Grimes kid and whatnot." I hope this wasn't the only kind of vignette that they filmed and it was a series of them like the fact that they managed yeah. to get Ted DiBiase in for it I feel like not a one and done, but I hope, I'm sure this won't be just a, a one vignette and that's all we see of him. I think he's gone down there to film a few bits and we're going to see that play out yeah. over the next few weeks. And I really, 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 really hope that I know at the next takeover, Grimes comes out of like the million dollar belt or like is his manager or something wow. or Virgil even makes an appearance like there's no way that Ted DBRC's gotten himself involved in this and we don't see at least one reference to the million dollar belt it's got to happen for me it's got to happen <laughs> <It's> <laughs> after this we then get it's just that it's
1: just that. That. it's just
0: shame. It is. No, it is about yeah it's shy yeah it's about yes it's the equivalent it to yes, it's the equivalent to oh no, the 24 seven championship, but equally yeah. it fits his character and yeah, it's going to be amusing. Like, yeah, the belt doesn't mean anything, but the fact that they've reintroduced what was, I want to, I don't want to say iconic title because it wasn't an iconic belt, but it the, the story, the narrative around how and yeah. why that belt was introduced would very much fit this and it would be fun to see that play out. Um yeah. I don't know, maybe we end up with Virgil beating Cameron Grimes for it. And then that's the end of it. I don't know. Vir- <laughs> Vir- Virgil gets his moment in the sun. I don't know. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's jog on. We spent too much time digressing on shit. <laughs> things
1: that things that are not worth money though. The uh, Robert Stonebri. <laughs>
0: oh Christ. What's with his gloves? How can oh, he it's... afford gloves like that, but no socks? <laughs> <laughs> uh the thing is, like I don't know much about Robert Stone, but uh, I he know him from did Impact. quite a bit. Yeah, I was just say, like he did yeah. some stuff in Impact. Did he wrestle in Impact, or was he a manager yeah, as well? He was
1: no, he was a full time wrestler in Impact. Was he, he was good? Robbie Robbie E. Robbie E. And before that, he was on like was that Jersey Shore. He was one of the mainstays on Jersey Shore. Really? That. Yeah.
0: Ah. I'm, sure, I'm sure it was him. I'm yeah. sure it was. I fucking hate Jersey Shore. Fuck that noise. Anyway, uh, <coughs> we get Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart um, against alia and Jesse Kamir. I say we get that. We, we don't get that at all. Um Aaliyah and Jesse Camier uh, and Robert Stone are already in the ring. Moon and Shots here, then giving flowers and chocolate on the barricade as they enter, <clears throat> which allows the Wade, uh, the Wade, the way to attack uh, from behind. Um, that was pretty much all. This was uh, in the ring. Camier yeah. and Aaliyah and and Stone are celebrating like they've won the titles, which was amusing. Um,
1: now, yeah. now, now we're at the end of this. I'm sure. I, I'm assuming you're on the same wavelength as me, as Candace is the one sending the flowers to everyone. I think it's Candace just winding Shotzi up yeah. To yeah give yeah. her fire, basically. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, I think it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, you In- mean Indy, not Shotzi? Aye, sorry. Yeah. Aye. No, no, I, I know what you mean. I know what you meant. Aye. Um, we then get an interview with Adam Cole, which I thought was really well shot. This is pretty cool. Now, before you go into it,
1: do you know anything about Arash Markazi?
0: Uh, isn't he like a sports commentator? Uh, He's a sports journalist. Journalist for ESPN, yeah.
1: Yeah, but also, he's a two-time cancer survivor. Yes, lad. Yeah. Good lad. Cancer advocate now as well.
0: There you go. Join the club. That's fucking awesome. Good lad. There you go. That's awesome stuff. Top man. Um... He asks Adam Cole how his recovery is going. Um, he says, you know, I'm banged up, on am bruised, but I'm still better than the rest of the roster. Um, he mentions when, I think it was at the end of his last NXT kind of title reign, like he was wrestling with like a broken wrist and he was still better than everyone else. Um, he said that he's been carrying Undisputed Era and the whole brand for the last couple of years. Says that Carl got lucky. He's not ready for the main event spot. Says that Cross is good, but he's not sure if he's great. Um, he says that he hasn't had to deal with him yet. Clock's ticking for him. and He'll decide when he wants to challenge him for his title. And then when asked, like, what's next for you? What's next for Adam Cole? He says, it's none of anyone's business. I'm just pissed off that everyone thinks that Carl is better than me.
1: Yeah. And then he starts complaining about, oh, you say that it was me you were waiting on and it's
0: my fault that we're delayed and oh, like, when he's on the me, phone at the start, when he's like, I'm yeah. ready to go, and he's like, Oh, oh, you're waiting for me. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, at the
1: end, he goes, do You make me sit out in this heat, like, whilst we do this interview, just so you can get a good, like, atmosphere. Um,
0: <laughs> you don't want to wear a suit to the fucking interview, interview you If fud. you look
1: in the background, there was trees blowing away. There
0: was there was a wee breeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there, there was trees blowing about away, so it couldn't have been that warm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um after the interview well sort of as the interview closes out the camera then kind of cuts to a tv screen in a room with the same still as within the interview pans out we see kyle really what kyle o'reilly watching that interview on tv um kool-aid kyle you are kool-aid kyle cool kyle kool-aid kyle K- <laughs> kids love Cool kyle <laughs> Um, we then get an announcement for uh, the women's tag team title match: the uh, the Moon and Blackheart, the moon? <laughs> moon and Blackheart, Black Moon, Moonheart, M D Black Moon, em- Emberheart <laughs> um, versus and it's going to be Tukwe, and it's going no. sh- <laughs> to be a street fight. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun because all of them are batshit mental anyway in a regular match. So but chuck some weapons be- in.
1: Next week we've
0: got a Falls County Anywhere and a Street Fight. Mate, carnage. 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 I'm excited for next week. This next week feels like it's going to be one of those kind of like almost mini takeovers where they give you like some spicy matches, but it's not quite a takeover. But, yeah, well, but any of the matches on the card could easily be on a takeover. Um yeah. we then move into our main event of the evening. <laughs> main- Evening. <laughs> um, but
1: before you go into it carter's got a toy story alien tattoo on his shoulder has he yeah he has aye it's awesome. on his right shoulder if you top look at the front top yeah. lad um joseph goes about legado when they come out oh look they're finished playing plinko plinko Plinko, I think it's Plinko. I think. Yeah. Hey, fuck knows. It's. it's I assume it was something to do with the reptile
0: masks or something. I uh do Well, I'll get onto that in a second. Go on, carry on.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I was just questioning
0: whether. Oh, you, okay. Kashida like um, now apparently wears white boots. He was barefoot I mean, he the wore, other week.
1: He wore them before. But is it not? Just his, you sure. Back to the future one.
0: No, no, he had like Are high tops on. No, he had like hot proper high tops on. Oh. These were just like ankle height white boots. Also, Do Legado Legado look, look look like the absolute <laughs> bollocks with their masks and their capes. They look so good. Um, I thought Wilder Mendoza's mask actually looked like Tiger Mask from New Japan. I don't know if you picked up on that. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. I, I give I'll give you it.
0: You will. I'm having it.
1: I'll, I'll give you it. It's not quite right, but I'll give you it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. A little bit. But I mean, it looked bit. cool. It looked cool. <laughs> so yeah, on to the match. So Kushida and Wild kick off the match. Um Wild does some weird dance. Barrett calls him to get in the fucking bin. Uh, <laughs> Lee then gets tagged in and Legado gain uh, early control. Um MS Kushida because I know that's what you like to hear. Ms Kashida, not MSK. Uh, they then pick up the shake your head. They then pick up the pace and frequency tags in and double and triple team moves. Um, they look really good together. Like they they form really well as a trio's uh, a well-oiled machine, if you like. Um, they then eventually kind of knock all members of Legado out of the ring, uh, and they stand tall together uh, and look dominant. Uh, after the commercial break, uh, Escobar is then in control of Carter, who's selling the hell out of an arm lock. Um, Legada then continues to work him over in the corner and specifically target his arm. Carter eventually manages to create some separation, uses his quickness to roll through uh, and under Escobar, which allows him to make the hot tag into Kashida. MSK then makes some quick tags in and out of the ring, hitting assist that assisted kind of backflip splash that they do. Um, Kushida then lifts the middle ropes and allows MSK to hit uh, a stereo suicide dive through the ropes uh, to the outside Um, on the other side of the ring near the announce table, Escobar from out of nowhere just power bombs Kushida through the announce table, looked like an assy landing, I think he was on top of a monitor by the looks of it Um, this then leaves Lee alone in the ring uh, just to take a three on one beat down Uh, Wilde hits a drop kick Uh, Lee backflips towards him uh, so yeah Lee kind of goes to the move goes for a backflip to do that and Wild just smashes him down for drop kick the guy then take it turns to hit like running splashes and elbows in the corner uh, Lee manages to eventually fight off everyone sending both Mendoza and Wild to the outside uh, and then rolls out the way of a splash attempt from the top rope by Escobar Carter then crawls back up onto the apron, which allows Lee to make the hot tag in, but then is immediately just dropped by an injury by Mendoza. Kashida then takes a phantom driver as he crawls back into the ring to assist. Finally, as we go into the finish, Mendoza and Wild hit their Russian leg sweep kind of drop kick thing on Carter to pick up the win.
1: After all Wesley's hard work, he tags Carter who loses the match.
0: <laughs> it was mentally... This, this is called a, like... It was frantic. It was back and forth. I guess with that win, Legado then kind of earned another shot at MSK for the the title belts. Um, Escobar kind of solidified his claim to a rematch against Kushida. Um, Everything kind of played out really well here. Like The tag team of Legado in Mendoza and Wild showed that they can effectively beat MSK. Escobar showed that he was more than a match for Kushida by power bombing, power bombing him through the table and also hitting that Phantom Driver. Um, everything that it needed to be it was really cool. Like there was some really good offense from MSK and Kushida. They they worked really well together. Um, it was really cool to see Legado as a trio, not just as a tag team, but as as a trio. I think they looked solid. Um, but yeah, really really fun. I'd like to see Legado as a trio in more matches as well. So they, they were entertaining.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not often we get them
0: in a six man tag. Nah, no, no. I mean they, so. they don't often do six man tag matches. Um but when they're done like this, it's fun. Like there was some really good chemistry there. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Um and that was an XT. That was uh it was a long one this week. I mean, I say a long one. The episode was still the same amount of times it usually is. Um but some really, really good, interesting we talking. Were we were longer, and that's absolutely yeah. fine. Um, I mean I'd rather talk longer <laughs> about NXT than longer about RAW.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't complain.
0: <laughs> uh what were your highs and lows?
1: Um I think my high is gonna be it's between two. Hmm. Yeah, we'll go theory versus read the match. Yeah. Minus obviously the bit at the end sort of killed it a bit the finish but Mm. even then that's still intriguing that storyline that's also a part of that ending so I'll go the match Um, my low uh, is it Tony Stark and just Tony Stark okay Iron Man Tony
0: Storm Tony, Tony Stark. Storm. Tony Stark's an Iron Man, mate. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony Storm and Zoe Stark. Uh, I think it's what's just, what's Robert Downey Jr. doing in the CWC? <laughs> <laughs> He's on the big bucks, mate.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I think just because Zoe Stark's like a bit new, I'm not really feeling her at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. So it, it's just, and Tony Storm. I've never been that mega fan of anyway she's not a mega fan of me well fuck her get in the get fucked get in the <laughs> go get your credit card accepted some way
0: <laughs> that's a deep cut a deep deep cut for those that don't know myself and aaron um went to the royal rumble last year uh and we met a few nxc uk uh well and some of them now nxc uk uh Guys and gals in a bar that we were drinking in in Houston, and as someone walks away having purchased, and I say purchased with bunny ears, uh, a lot of wine, and 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 ran away without paying for it because their credit card declined. <laughs> <clears throat> Tony Storm. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, my highs and lows. Um, my low. I agree with you actually. Although. Yeah. This kind of gets uh, Ramira a little bit more exposure. It obviously fuels the fire a bit more with Storm and Stark. Um, yeah. I On a show that where everything was really, really good. This was just a bit meh. Um, my highlight is everything between Imperium, Drake, and Maverick. Seeing that little hesitation from Wolf, uh, Builds a lot of intrigue for me. I'm very excited to see where they go with it. So that was my high.
1: Um,
0: And that was NXT for this week. Um, Before we go, quick shout out. Where can people get their beard and beer stuff from, Aaron?
1: Uh, If you want beard products, you can go to thatchface.com where uh, you can grab, say, some beard oils, uh, put that in your basket. Um, You can go combs put that straight in your basket. Um, you can get just beer, whole kits, beard grooming kits. They also do t-shirts and masks. Uh, maybe hats as well, I'm assuming so. Um,
0: Probably, if they don't, I love a word. Yeah,
1: yeah, let <laughs> them tell. Um, and if you, once you've got your basket sorted, go to the promo code, type in XL 85 you get 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to, to, to cancer charities. And if you if you need some lovely wrestling team beer for our lovely big tasty himself, go to topropebrown.com com, and you can get wrestling team beer. This week they've just brought out lemon cheesecake, cold stone cream Austin. That's a ice cream beer. Um, it's a pale ale, and you can also get pa- hall of pan of chocolate as a chocolate stout. Uh, yes, boy. and i'm pretty sure there was another one too but i
0: can't there's a new cold so there's a new lemon cold cheesecake lemon cheesecake yeah that was it
1: yeah um and you can either get it delivered for six pounds but come straight to your door no matter how big the purchase um you can get collection in Liverpool if you're in the area. Just go to the brewery, collect it yourself for free. There
0: you go. Boop, boo boo boo. Awesome. Uh, and if you don't already, then give us a follow on all of our social media channels. We are building up a lot of stuff in our social media channels at the moment across the board. Um, we're on Facebook and YouTube at of Wrestling Podcasts. You can get all of our previous watch alongs. You can get all of our Getting to Know You episodes. You can get our open mic sessions on demand and watch them on there. A lot of the stuff that we do on our Twitch channel, which you can find at Untitled Rest Pod, um, has an expiry date on it. However, we're starting to migrate and port that over onto our YouTube channel. So you can go back and watch all of our old playthroughs of Sonic Adventure, Aaron's current playthrough of SpongeBob, our Saturday sessions of Mario Kart and Among Us and Jack Barks and What the Dun. And all of the other games that we play every Saturday night where we invite you to join us. And if you do want to do that, you can find us on Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. And you can also find us on Twitter at the same handle, Untitled Rest Pod. So give us a shout, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a subscribe on all of those social media channels. We've reached affiliate status on Twitch, and we're now introducing various subscriber channels, various subscriber levels, and we've also got some merchandise in the pipeline that's it that's a hot take we've got some merchandise in the pipeline some t-shirts definitely possibly some caps possibly so, some stickers but watch this space
1: if you've got five pounds to spare go to twitch subscribe to us get tier one it goes a long way to help us or even better if you've got an amazon prime account use that it costs you nothing it, costs you nothing. And it nothing. Gives,
0: us, nothing. gives
1: us money to help us buy things like say punishments you want to see troy eat something hot or anything we'll figure it out or as we go along. aaron shave and his hair off
0: hair. again or yeah. to buy some ridiculous color hair dye for aaron to dye his hair although judging by some of the colors that you've had on your hair i don't think you would deem anything ridiculous at this stage but yeah no, it would be
1: funny if one of you guys were forced to dye your hair <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that's us guys thank you for joining us as always uh it's been a good one we'll catch you on uh our next review which will be aew dynamite and that will be with you guys um at time of recording tomorrow evening thursday night all the best take care thank you bye
1: who's that wrestler that yells no all the time denial brian Denial, Brian.
0: Behave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.